My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Times we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back, everyone. We have a glorious Monday here on Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Apollo. We have uh, a really awesome show for you today. We have a couple of guests. I believe both of them have been on, but it's been a while. Uh, it's been nearly a year. Um, and they are incredible, incredibly knowledgeable. They're amazing, amazing people. Uh, one of them, in fact, uh, expanded my consciousness a little bit, talking about some uh, depth of history that... Uh, I have I have not acquired yet in my life, uh, but I've had a, an amazing time talking with them again this morning, and I think you're going to be very interested in all the things that they have to tell you. So we've all been uh, hearing all these things about Russia, Ukraine, the Nord Stream pipeline, all these developments going on in the uh, European Union. Uh, and as usual, the mainstream media here in the United States is very united in their narrative, about all these events uh if you go across the pond if you look at uh at europe there is of course a different narrative and we'd like to show you uh the narrative from uh the minds and hearts of a couple of people who can tell you from their own experience what the truth is over there so we have rosella fidanza i, sh I hope she doesn't uh butcher me for for trying to say that uh but uh, a beautiful name and a, a beautiful soul and we also have b uh, both of them from overseas. So without any further ado, uh, both of you, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming back. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you again and nice to be here again. Thank did you so I, much. Did I do okay with Rosella? <laughs> did I do all right with her? Rosella, very all right. Really, better than an Italian one. <laughs> Rosella, right. Mr. B always called me Rosella. Rosalie, you say right. You say right. Oh, okay, perfect. Well, okay, I can do something better than B. Very good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but both of you, uh, I know we've got a lot to talk about uh, because our audience isn't, you know, obviously very well versed. Most of them in uh, in Italian politics, save for some of those who have family over there. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about the the EU. I know we're going to get into some of the Nord Stream uh, news and what that means for for Europe, but. Uh, Rosella, you have a, uh, a background in finance as well, uh, as yes. a deep knowledge of politics over there. If you could give us a little bit of uh, an introduction of the European Union, how it has changed the landscape over in Europe, and the financial system, well, what the euro has done. Well, uh, 
how much uh, can we talk about this <laughs> about one month i think so well uh, the <laughs> the european union uh when it began it was a wonderful uh, thing so they talked to us like it was uh, uh, such a paradise no war uh, wealth uh, and so on for all the european citizens uh, in the reality um, there is uh, a very very um, awful uh, evolution on the european union because uh, uh, to enter in the european union every state uh, have to uh, give back uh, a part of his uh, sovereignty and uh, um, uh, it will be more and more uh, all over the years uh, for example we haven't got uh, our uh, uh, money we, have, we can uh, it's not like fed oh, i know that fed is a private one but if uh, uh, the us uh, needs a lot of money to support economy and so on fed will uh, make this money available uh, in europe is not uh, the same way so uh, we have to we stay uh, the, the single states have to give a lot of money to the European Union uh, for what we don't, we don't know exactly for what because there are some states that are stronger than others uh, like as germany uh, and uh, the others the peaks we they call us peaks so the southern states that pay a lot and uh, are like in a prison we can do nothing by ourselves there is always the European Commission that tells us what we have to do, what kind of laws we have to pass on our states, what kind of reforms, what kind of taxes we have to have. Uh, because it is all about the control of uh, uh, the country uh, and so the euro is uh, in reality um, a, a, like a prison for all the citizens and in fact i think that we are going to see the next year i hope as soon as possible and um, uh, a fall down of uh, the European Union starting from I think starting from Germany at this time well I mean we've seen how uh, we've we played footage and I, I hope that it's real maybe you can tell us but I believe that it is of uh, European uh, uh, I believe it was actually in Italy and I've seen a few videos of this they're tearing down the flags they're putting up the yes. the national flag again uh, and this has not yes. been a sentiment that's new yeah, I have family in Greece as well. We mentioned that briefly before we started, but yes. uh, there are a lot of people who are very, very unhappy with the European Union, which I think mirrors a lot of what the American people feel about some of these green agendas, about some of these policies rolling down yes, from the World Economic Forum, these types of issues. Well, in, uh, in, uh, in Europe, we follow... Uh, exactly the green agenda the agenda uh, 2030 for example we have got some goals to reach and uh, for example uh, um, until uh, no um, by enter i think uh, 2035 we can't 
have um, cars that are um, that used. Yes, we uh, must have all electric cars. It doesn't matter if you can pay for an electric car or not. If you haven't got money to. Uh, buy an electric car well you you can go by foot I don't know uh, for example well in Europe is uh, they tell you how much uh, uh, a, a pitch will uh, will be um, will be grown uh, they they put a lot of rules um, that uh, when you say hold on one second when you say how much uh pete like how many how much food you can grow on your land is that what yes, you mean yes okay okay yeah yes fruit uh milk uh, we have got a lot of problems with uh, milk uh, in the past years because uh, italy was doing a lot of milk uh, and uh, european uh, commission say well it's too much and yeah well we use that it uh, and we uh, export milk uh, in all over the our countries in Europe, well, your piano says, no, no, we don't like this one because you earn too much, okay? So, please, if you produce too much milk, more than what we told you you have to, well, uh, put in the trash, okay? You can use it uh, inside your country and you, can, you can't export it. So this is European uh, Union. It's not a union. It's a prison. It's a prison. That's why a lot of people, uh, when they introduce Euro, uh, they um, they uh, think that we can go wealthy, okay? But uh, it exactly uh, the uh, the opposite. We are uh, going poor. Greece, Spain, Italy, uh, France, also France. France is uh, better there because uh, France has got a lot of uh, control in the African countries and uh, France has got its uh, own uh, uh, money uh, from African countries. But there are a lot of countries, European countries, that are... Um, uh, going very very bad economically socially for example you have to uh, there is a um, wild immigration okay no problem no problem because the agenda uh, 2030 is for the open um, open borders okay? open borders open, borders. open societies okay. this is all George Soros yes. the things they've been yes. talking about for years yes yes Yes, that is well. In Italy, we have got the party uh, where the the chief of this party, the, the party is called the Più Europa. The chief of this party is Emma Bonino, and she speaks uh, very very simple. Well, I've got a lot of money from George Soros, and she supports wild immigration. Okay, is uh, and then the uh, transgender. LGBTQ, there are all this kind of worker policy that uh, is uh, the goal that European uh, Union is trying to reach, not the wealthy of the people. 
this kind of uh, well I don't know and so we are very very angry a lot of people are very very angry angry and uh, for example Great Britain say goodbye to Europe also for this kind of issues but they are doing not very well at this moment neither well, so so we talked so this is a lot of thank you for the background because a lot of people here don't understand much of this um for those of you just to give you a frame back in it was 1992 right the uh the maastricht uh treaty yes. in the netherlands and so that went into force november 1st of 93 and then they have this uh this european union this three pillar structure um, mm -hmm. And it changed, so they have these different pillars. They have a uh, one for economic and social and environmental, and then one for common foreign and security policy. That's the CFC uh, SP. Uh, there's that's foreign policy, military matters. They have police and judicial, which is criminal, and then uh, you know they call this the giant the cooperation in the fight against crime. You know right. Um, but the central banking system is one of the things that's really been, uh, yes. you know, one yes. of the, the keys to suppressing the population and keeping them, you know, going in line with what you're saying the, about keeping the, them poor. The first issue, the worst issue is the, the currency, because uh, uh, BCE, the, the central bank, that it isn't a bank, it is a private bank, um, is uh, taking off all the currency and uh, they say, well, from now, you have got uh, this kind of currency that is euros. And we have got uh, a rate of, um, uh, how can I say, uh, Mr. B, can I help you? There isn't Mr. B. Yeah, Mr. B, B, no. are you here? Can you can you assist there? Wait a minute. Conversion rate, okay? This is conversion rate from the other co uh, currency that um, were um, available on every every state. And oh, conversion, conversion. Sorry, conversion. Conversion, rate. okay. Conversion and uh, so there are um, impulsions of this conversion. So, uh, German, we um, build European Union on German currency, and German currency was uh, very strong at that time, and the other currency was very weak against German currency, and. Uh, from the beginning, this uh, caused a lot of inflection, a lot of uh, loss of um, power for um, uh, for um, to to buy something and so on. So the people immediately became more poor than before. Immediately, immediately. Well, and so this is just uh, to give an example, um, you know, when they made this changeover, you have, you know, the euro is not uh, relative with the, the lira, right, with the currency that you had in Italy. And so they, no. don't, uh, they don't account for this. And especially some of these bankers and these financial institutions, they're charging you now with the new currency that's vastly overvalued relative to your currency. Yes. And then they, and they get away with it. 
yes for example we uh, talk about this one we have got uh, 10,000 lira okay with 10,000 lira before euro well no uh, 100,000 lira, okay? With 100,000 lira before euro, we can go to the supermarket and make uh, and buy a lot of things, okay? For our homes, for our family, and so on. When this, uh, when lira became euro, the day after, the day after, you go to the supermarket and what you can buy the day before with the same amount of money okay uh 100,000 lira then became uh, uh, 50 euros you buy just half from a day to another okay mm -hmm. from a day to another so um at uh, mm, we uh, uh didn't recognize this one uh, uh, do you hear me it's okay yes, yes. Okay, sorry. Uh, the people did, uh, didn't recognize everything uh, uh, at once, but uh, after some years, not very much years, uh, people began to understand that uh, there were um, problems with uh, currency, there were problems with banking because bankers uh, set up a lot of uh, increasing tax um, in of interest. There were problems with working because if you don't want to work uh, uh, with this uh, uh, kind of uh, contract, when um, be sure that thanks to the wild immigration, uh, it arrives in other ones that accept this kind of contract also of contract also if is much lower. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms and competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Okay, so uh, European have got this kind of problems and in several year and decades, it begins very, very uh, strong problems. Then we came we they they told us that the European Union was uh, 
useful to avoid the wars. But we have got a lot of wars in Europe well, from the beginning of. Well, and, and now, and essentially, the European Union, I mean, they're, uh, f correct me if I'm wrong, they're essentially uh, an extension of Washington, D.C. They do, they yes. have done whatever Washington, D.C. has done. And yes. now it seems that Washington, D.C. and the political elite, you know, I'll say based, but not really out of the United States, they've kind of said, you're on your own, uh, you know, recently. So, I mean, it's, it, yes. again, it's... Not good news for uh, for any of the people under the European Union, and definitely no. not anyone that uh, that these conflicts are involving. No, now we are doing exactly what uh, your president Joe Biden is telling us to do. Everything is uh, Joe Biden or who he is under Joe Biden. I don't know if uh, Joe Biden tells uh, well. Take a phone, uh, well, Ursula, Mr. Ursula von der Leyen. We need to support Ukraine for uh, 5 billion of euros uh, for the next uh, three months. Okay, no problem. Uh, the European Commission is meeting and then they uh, issue a statement where the European Union support Ukraine for uh, 5 billion of euros. If uh, Mr. Joe Biden uh, tells, uh, oh, we have to uh, put a lot of uh, weapons and so on uh, to Ukraine, no problem. European Commission states that uh, European Union uh, send a lot of uh, uh, arm, uh, armors and weapons on, I don't know where, where, how do you call them? Uh, to Ukraine, okay? Mm -hmm. I think here in Europe, for example, the most of European people thinks that uh, the Nord Stream sabotage has done uh, from by the USA and uh, the United Kingdom and maybe from the Danes that uh, are doing something that the US and the United Kingdom order them okay so um this is very a very very uh, bad period for in europe also because uh, um there is an increasing sentiment against uh us is increasing this kind of sentiment because we have got well, a lot of problems and i i hope that uh, this will overturn because we are friend we are really friend of the united states is it it's very mm, not good. Well, first not of all, you good. say you send them to the United States. We have the pipeline. I mean, number one, it, does it look like it could be the United States who, who attacked the pipeline? Yes, absolutely it does. That possibility is very is very high. Uh, Ukraine, there are other countries. I find it fascinating everyone saying that Russia did it. I mean, why Russia is going to go so far to bomb their own pipeline You know, when, when they can turn it off at home? Number one, uh, but I, wa I don't want to get too far into this yet because I want to talk about the Italian politics. But anyone who did this, if the United States did this or anyone else, you have that's an open act of war. That's that's a very clear, obvious open act of war. What they've been doing in Ukraine, that alone, I think, constitutes war against Russia and and possibly other nations yeah. as well. It's very very serious matters. And what you mentioned about the sentiment of the United States, how can they not? 
uh, start to have dis- you know have a, a, a poor view of the United States and these other countries after all the things that uh, not necessarily the people of the United States, but our pol- our political elite and well, our yes, military yes, industrial course. complex. Not, yes. I mean, these corporations. There, I can't. Uh, God bless the other people of the country for everything that uh, these these massive powers have been doing. But the the people of the United States and the people in Europe. I mean, for the most part, we're, we see eye to eye. And yes, it's it's yes. terrible that the media is continuing to divide us along all these nonsense lines. Yes, right. So I want on that note, I, I, I want to go to the elections in Italy because we hear a lot of things. <laughs> we hear a lot of things. I'll put up a couple of them. Uh, as we know, Maloney came out very very strongly, uh, and <laughs> and we here we see headlines like this. Of course, uh, oh, it's a, she's a fascist. Uh, she's going to elect Mussolini. Uh, you know, so what is the sentiment actually in uh, in Italy well, over there? Tell me. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that uh, this sentiment is uh, of the uh, uh, left, from the left, radical left. They are talking about Rasi, uh, Nazism and so on. Well, I uh, tell you one thing. We have passed the last two years where we have to show a Nazi pass, okay, the green pass, we call it the green pass, we have to uh, show this kind of card uh, to go to the school, to go to the cinema, to go to work, okay, and Mm -hmm. if we was if we are unvaccinated, we can go to work, we can go to the school, we can go to the cinema, we can go, uh, we can do nothing for two years. And now the radical left is that was in government in Italy. They, they are telling me that there is a danger of Nazism in Italy. Are, are they serious? We are, we are just have two years Two years of fully Nazi. Ra- <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Thanks to the radical left, and they are telling me, well, Meloni. Well, I don't like very much Meloni, but they are telling me that Meloni is Nazis. But maybe I think maybe because perhaps if Meloni is Nazis, we can do in opposite way from the last two years. But we can tell that last two years was Nazism dictator in Italy. We can do this, we can tell this because wow, the police uh, knock on my door and take me in the prison in five minutes. So I can't tell this, I can do this. But okay, Meloni is Nazism. You are a ra- radical left, you are not Nazis. Meloni is Nazis. Well, maybe so that we can do exactly the opposite that we have lived in for two years for the last two years so i think that they are can i say a dirty word bullshit is it right bullshit bullshit (laughs) yes bullshit okay (laughs) this is good this is good you could use this one okay Bullshit, okay. <laughs> I think it's really great bullshit. As Italian, I can do this. I can say this. Uh, so, uh, Meloni, um, well, I think that uh, she has got uh, a great su- success in the last elections. You know, this. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Meloni uh, is uh, really against. Uh, 
uh, the woke culture and in defense of the conservative uh, ideals and uh, family and this is a very good thing very good but but i think that the italian people voted her because she was she was the uh, i think the only party that wasn't on the government on the last two years so a part of Italian people vote there because uh, support Georgia, but a great part of Italians uh, voted Meloni because she wasn't uh, on the government. So I think that there was a vote against the uh, previous government and not for Georgia Meloni. Uh, well, so she, I have I, I uh, if I yeah I have a question, and we were talking about this early. Uh, earlier, so you, we listened to uh, a speech from I think it was the one that you mentioned uh, from some yes. time ago, a couple of years ago, about her speaking. I am an Italian. Yes. I'm a woman. I'm a mother, and she's speaking yes. very, very plainly to a lot of the things that got uh, yeah, yes, simple English, and it's what Trump a lot of the things that the same ideals yes. that got him elected, which Americans like, and it's the same thing I think in Italy. That Americans really want, which is simply get out of my lives. You don't tell me I get to open my business. You know, leave yes. my money alone. Stop stealing all you know the taxes. Stop stealing from us. Uh, these global agendas that are destroying our culture, letting people in with the open borders. These are very simple things, and people just want to be able to live their lives and you know hold on to what they work for, uh, and not have their culture destroyed. But we played it and we even referred to her. She's like the female Italian Trump, the way that she speaks. Yes. She well, came maybe. out. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I say maybe. Uh, maybe. And this is why. Because we she came out. For this. Yeah, yeah. She came out and uh, <laughs> immediately starts supporting Ukraine. I know this is not entirely yeah. new, but she starts saying all these things. So, uh, for the viewers, because again, I've had questions about it, I know there are other people. And not being familiar with Italy, is this just part of the political game? Like when Trump talks about some of these rhinos, uh, these these well. you know people here in America, or is she, you know, what what do you actually see if she's going to be like Trump? Yeah. So, so uh, well, we pray that uh, she will be like Trump. We really pray, but uh, you can jump in. I mean, my only complaint with her is that she is a member of the Aspen Institute. That's really my only hesitation with her. Can you, uh, for a lot of people who have never heard of the Aspen Institute, can you just give a, a few seconds on what that what that means? Yeah, so the Aspen Institute, of course, based out of Aspen, Colorado, is essentially just um, a globalist think tank which typically revolves around the foreign policy uh, so you get your, you know, your Robert Kagans from there, and, and that whole crowd up. The neocons, essentially, uh, the neocons and the neoliberals, the establishment, uh, run the Aspen Institute. Um, I believe she became a member uh, somewhere around 2021, last year, end of 2020, beginning of 2021. Um, so she hasn't been um, too involved with it. But then again... Uh, for Tether D'Italia, the party uh, since 2012. 
Um, so no, the, the, her party, contrary to what the mainstream media says, has no lineage whatsoever back to the, you know, to the the fascist regime or the Italian Social Republic of Mussolini. So I just wanted to clarify that point. Um, I think what Rosella is trying to say with the sentiment here, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that it was a referendum for change, and where essentially the the mood here is to give her the benefit of the doubt when it comes to Ukraine. And a lot of this has to do with the way the media portrays her as a fascist, as this, this Nazi, you know, the second coming of Mussolini. And I think that really relates to a lot of, uh, you know, us plebes, so to speak. <laughs> but um, I think her message really resonates with people, especially uh, with the DDL Zahn. Rosella can tell you, you know, yeah. that was... That yes, was probably the woke off, and she was completely against it. So that's my yes. that's my uh, two cents there. So so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast again sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency. If you ever need to be air medically transported with Air Medicare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now, they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Thank you. So Thank you. He is right. I think that uh, this is a, a great point. So Georgia is uh, is against the work culture. Is uh, she's defending uh, family and so on. But I, um, from the beginning of his uh, uh, policy life, she has changed a lot. Uh, she begins uh, uh, telling us that. Uh, she wants to go out from the European Union and uh, the euro currency uh, because we Italy has got to uh, have back uh, her sovereignty uh, then uh, after all over the years uh, she uh, begins to talk about well we can change European uh, Union just a little we didn't uh, need to exit from the European Union and uh, at the present uh, her uh, electoral program is from one side very good i think because she is really um in the uh, in in on the, the the point that are itching the heart directly from of italian people so family 
child, um, protect uh, the borders, uh, protect the work, uh, job and so on. But at the same time, she um, uh, states this, uh, her support, complete support to crime uh, to Ukraine, to Zelensky, to the, the war, uh, to a globalist agenda, uh, like uh, climate change and so on. So uh, I really don't know what she's going to do exactly in the next five years here in Italy, uh, if she will uh, remain five years as... Uh, Prime Minister, I don't know, uh, because uh, um, there are uh, like two sides against every everyone against the other, and um, it's uh, for us. Yes, uh, the work culture the are very important, but we have got here in Italy very, very, very big problem with economy with. Uh, uh, energy bills, uh, with uh, uh, work, uh, with a lot of things such this. And if she uh, thinks to go on with uh, the policy of Mario Draghi, uh, is not good for us because uh, it is uh, not an expansion policy like uh, Trump has ever done. Okay is a, uh, a critical policy and uh, I hope that uh, she will uh, follow Trump example, Orban example, also Orban, she is uh, very close with Viktor Orban and I hope so, but I at the present I really don't know, I'm not sure about this. So I have a question and either one of you can answer this, but uh, the you know the elections work very very difficult differently in Italy and much of Europe. Uh, can you explain briefly how uh, how the elections the electoral process in Italy works? Because there there was a lot of questions and it's hard to look at uh, at some of these these charts and for most people here in the United States to understand what it means on uh, at that uh, that high of an election. Uh, and then also you know we've heard that they got rid of the machines. We spoke a little bit about that. Can you explain a little bit what's yeah. happened? Uh, what's happened with uh, with the, you know, the elections there? And is it is it harder to cheat, uh, with the the format that you have in in Europe and Italy, versus the United States? I mean, here we have, as uh, as we we mentioned a little bit before, the brilliant Joe Biden and uh, Camel Camila, <laughs> as you refer to her, Cam <laughs> uh, here in the United States. <laughs> Yeah, we have a camel. We have a camel name for her too. I'm not going to say it right now, but uh, you know, is it is it easy to cheat the elections? Do you think that that's been as rampant as it is in the United States? Uh, uh, Misabi, Misabi, is yeah. Answer? No, I'm here. Okay. 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 Uh, I'll, I'll take this one. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, essentially here what you have in Italy is uh, when you're eligible to vote, you're given uh, an ID, basically a booklet uh, with your name and your information on it. And you are given this booklet by your 
municipio, your local town hall, basically. And in this booklet, it tells you the location where you have to vote, the room which you have to vote in, as well as your voting booth. And when you arrive to vote, you have to present this ID. Uh, and they, they basically stamp it. They stamp your uh, booklet to show that you voted, as well as they stamp uh, their, their roster, their manifest, to also show to them that you had submitted your ballot. Uh, so it is a much better system than what they have uh, in the U.S. as far as just, you know, you can go drop off a ballot inside of a mailbox. Um, it's much more strictly controlled. You can only vote from this location. So let, let's say if you uh, live in Venice, but you're registered to vote in Rome for some reason, you have to fly to Rome. You can't mm -hmm. submit an absentee yeah. or anything to this effect. So it's it's much more difficult, but they have other ways of uh, <laughs> of fraud, of conducting some type of electoral fraud. And like uh, they have used the machines here in the past, in particular uh, with the twenty seventeen uh, Lombardia <laughs> referendum, and that was Smartmatic, um, which, by the way, the Italians made for the Venezuelans in two thousand four. Uh, hmm. It's funny if you actually go into the user guide, it shows on there on uh, it says connectivity, uh, Wi-Fi, and Bluetooth on these machines. But I digress. Um, for uh, elections at the federal level, uh, it's all paper. Uh, at least at the local municipal level, it's all paper. So uh, whether or not they stick with that. Uh, remains to be seen. I know that there is a uh, there is an ambition here to move towards these voting machines, but um, Italians are very. Rosella, don't take this the wrong way. They're very. Um, they're not technologically savvy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's an older population, and I, you know I have to. You know, yes. Show, show people how to use their smartphones. You know, just to turn them on. So. Uh, whether or not the machines will end up here uh, remains to be seen. I don't think they will. Um, but, well, yeah, that's the Cingolani. Cingolani, Minister Cingolani with Mario Draghi, uh, last year proposed to introduce electronic vote also in Italy. But they were stopped, I think, from uh, Meloni and Salvini, if I remember well. They want to introduce electronic uh, electric, electronic vote, but uh, uh, well, um, we have got a, a special uh, pencil, okay, uh, to vote, and uh, uh, they call it uh, um, wait a minute, uh, cooperative. I don't know. Well, however, uh, you use this, and uh, on the paper you you don't see you see your sign, but it's impossible to uh, delete the sign. Okay, and um, but if you, for example, uh, you've got a lot of persons that doesn't go to doesn't go to didn't go to vote, okay? So you have got uh, your uh, um, uh, uh, B, how can I say, uh, scheda elettorale? No, don't be, wait. 
uh, you have got your a ballot, okay, your ballot, oh, oh, ballot. and your, uh, um, every uh, every office has, has got a certain number of ballots, okay. So, how did fraud works in Italy? If you are in uh, an office uh, that uh, has got, having got a lot of controls, you have got uh, a lot of ballots, and a lot of people doesn't uh, go to, war, uh, to vote, so the white ballots became signed ballots, voted ballots, okay? Have you understand? So yeah. same, we have similar same problems thing. here, yeah. Yes, it's the same things. Not uh, with Dominion, but is the same identical things. With uh, electronic vote, I think that with electronic systems, it's easier. But uh, they can do every fraud they want. Uh, it's not a problem uh, in Italy. No, not at all. Well, it's good to but hear, and I have uh, hope for for the electoral system over there in some ways more than the united states because well you know again it's the same technology but it adds a whole layer of sophistication and of uh you know an ability to obfuscate what's actually happening it, it makes it much more difficult because now you have uh you have a complete black box and there's all kinds of magic happening inside those yeah. and uh it, it's it's been disastrous here obviously and in other countries as well uh, you have uh, several other nations in the world that uh, that have the exact exact same issues where they bring these ballots in. A lot of them, you know, mysteriously they get friends with the Clintons and then all of a sudden they bring these ballots in and then all of a sudden a uh, political system which has had, you know, we'll say roughly 50-50 left versus right, whatever that is in those countries, as soon as they bring those ballots in you have one party which is friends with these uh, these global powers, and then they start winning year after year after year, and the country spirals down the same way that, that the United States has. That's it for part one of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Part two is coming up next, and you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. God bless America.